0: Win or lose, we keep it right. Join climbing the pocket for Vikings' final score. Skull Vikings!
1: There it is. Almost, almost. And we run it out, run it out, run it out. And game's over. Vikings win. Vikings win. Yeah. Vikings win. First I mean, we'll win of
0: 2023.
1: <laughs> First win of 2023. We will take it. Adam Thielen is out here arguing. We got some Diva wide receiver behavior. Trying to, I mean, come on, bro. Get the intentional grounding on the last. Stop it. Just take the L. Let's move on. I'm not gonna lie, Flip. There was a while there where I was a little nervous. Felt like we might be seeing an Adam Thielen revenge game on us. But uh, second half came. The team figured things out. Flip, uh, first win of the season, bro. How you feeling? Talk to me. How you felt going through this game? Uh, uh, huh.
0: You know, it was a pretty rocky start. I don't think anybody's going to deny. That, Vikings come out, run the ball well, and then Kirk throws his interception, pick six, and then um, proceeds to throw another red zone interception. Tough, but they do figure it out in the end and, and get this victory. Gotta love the defense. Gotta love Brian Florence putting the clamps down in the second half. Gotta love the the strike to Justin Jefferson to take the lead or, or increase the lead, and you gotta love Harrison Smith just looking so great, like a perfect fit in that Brian Flores defense.
1: Yeah, so I guess maybe I want. I won't, I, it's a loaded question, <laughs> but given everything that you just said, I mean, how you feeling? Obviously, like we're here smiling after last week's debacle and just. <laughs> I mean, just being in utter disbelief at the end of the game with the way that one finished. We have this one. It's a win. How are you feeling about the team after this win?
0: Uh, You know, I think there's definitely still some issues there. Like I said on my Friday morning show, uh, really hate the fact that we, again, can't score any points in the first quarter. Haven't scored a single first quarter point all all season um a lot of sloppy penalties there in the first half um but they were able to clean things up and i i think what we saw from the defense is what we expected at the start of the year they should be able to easily handle an offensive carolina's caliber and and they got the job done allowing only 13 points so you know another i mean it's the nfl week to week another tough test awaits next week but for now let's just have a little peaceful respite that we don't have to burn down the thing for another week (laughs) because the vikings are zero and four fair all right well on that note
1: then offensive player of the week who are you giving your game ball to on offense who showed up who impressed you who are you loving after this game
0: you know, I'm going to give it to some Cam Akers. Like, I thought he looked pretty good on the limited carries he had. Five carries, 40 yards. You know, Madison was productive, too. The offensive line was really able to move people in the run game, which I loved. But just the idea of having this one-two punch in the running back room, I really like that. And he definitely looked the part he didn't you know look i don't want to say he looked better than madison but it was just it was just good to see multiple runners involved in the game and then he gets involved in the receiving game as well so that's probably not going to be the popular pick but that's who i'm going with
1: i mean i feel like you know it was the run game in general i feel like you know we've been talking about it for a while trying to bring some balance to this offense and they or maybe a little overcommitted to it last week early felt maybe like we were struggling to get a bit of a rhythm at the start of this game, figuring out how to actually make the offense work while we're running the ball and figuring out how to get Justin Jefferson and others involved. But I would say, yeah, you know, you went with acres, I'll go with Madison, you know, you know, tongue in cheek, you know, no fumbles this week. We'll, we'll, we'll take that. But the offensive line was actually able to, you know, create some space for him and uh, he was able to, to do what, what he needed to do again, a, a productive effort for, for Madison. And after all the grief we've given them this season, you know, we'll show some love to the running game this week because, uh, you know, they came through and uh, you know, six yards a pop ain't bad. You know, you'll take that. So you probably should, game ball probably should go to the offensive line, I guess, if we're really talking about it, but right. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let the running backs have some love after all the, the hate that they've received uh, season to date. Um, <laughs> keeping things rolling
0: flip defense. I feel
1: like you're ready you're ready talking yeah defense
0: i i already yeah. said Harrison Smith um I have not looked up his numbers let's look them up I think he had what two two tackles for a loss and three sacks in a game we were at eight eight tackles total fourteen just, tackles yeah wow yeah yeah I'm I'm seeing yeah 14 tackles um just living in the backfield and really just All over the field. This game, it was great to see him again with Cam Bynum playing that high safety. Harrison Smith down in the box, just wreaking havoc. I think uh, there's some honorable mentions on defense as well because I think a lot of players had great games, but he really stood out to me.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, leader. I'm 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 gonna go. I'm gonna say uh, (laughs) these comments again. The most hated on, you know, we felt for a little while there, like maybe the man was stealing our money, but Davenport came through and, you know, it's not a great Carolina offensive line. Like in many ways, this should have been a get right game all around. But I guess now maybe we understand a little bit when folks were asking, you know, Brian Flores, who are the guys that you have that can win a one-on-one matchup? Davenport kept coming up kept coming up and like, it was kind of just, it was kind of, it was kind of embarrassing when, you know, you, Daniel Hunter's the first that you say, but like Ivan Pace is like the number two guy that you say they can win a one-on-one, but he kept saying Davenport and the fans were getting frustrated and we were like, what's going on? Help me understand. Davenport showed out today, you know, had some pressures and yeah. some key moments in the game harassing Bryce young. And uh, you know, I guess we see why, like we, we see the, the upside of the high risk, signing that was Davenport and like now we're just hopeful that you know we keep this man on the field keep the ankle healthy and and hopefully add a one-two punch to uh what we have with Daniel Hunter
0: yeah Aaron said in the comments he said Davenport took his skirt off that uh it's exactly what you know I think he did in New Orleans which he was great when he was on the field but he isn't always going to be there so we're just going to have to factor that in going into games. You'd be like, this guy is a difference maker. So let's, let's make sure we're, we're getting him snacks. He's a game changer for, for sure. Like they're saying in the comments.
1: Yeah. We will take it. Yeah. And like, we yeah. need it. Like we need it. And like, <laughs> now you got to see, uh, I mean, it was funny leading into this week. And I guess I'm, I'm curious for your perspective. There's a lot of talk about, uh, it was better for us to see Bryce Young than like the veteran of like an Andy Dalton or something like that. (laughs) And you could see it in the game though. Like you really could see they were really struggling. He was really struggling to process everything that was going on. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of times where, I mean, they only called a couple, but there were, there were a few more delay of games that probably could have been called in this game where the clock hit zero and you know, they give him that split second, but he was really struggling to figure out what Brian Flores was throwing at him with the defense. And uh You love to see that that's what you want to see in a game like this. You want to see the defense take advantage of a young quarterback in the way that they did, uh, and create some turnovers, cause some havoc, score some points. Like these are all the things that you need from a defense where we're not good enough to like, just stop people over and over again. We need to create some big plays on the defensive side. And we got to see that today. And, uh, yeah, we love it. We love to see it. And, uh, yeah, I guess we can jump in because the comments are, are telling us that we got to, but uh <laughs> pivotal moments it, in this game. It, it,
0: yeah, it was you know, it's it's funny that <laughs> Kurt just played like ass today, man. <laughs> like, like this was a Mike Zimmer era game to a T on the road run the ball. Kirk only has 19 attempts. One of them is a pick six. Another one of them is a red zone interception. Um, You know, I think Kirk made what? One play all game. <laughs> like,
1: what? I mean, he, he, yeah, he drew the offside, went downfield for the, uh, the shot yeah. play to, to Jefferson. So, yeah. like, we'll give him credit for that. But uh...
0: Huge play. Great play. But
1: I mean you said in the group chat possibly the best play of the entire season. Do you still do you stand by that? Do you still feel like it's the gr- that play to Jefferson going down there, letting JJ make a play. Best play of the season from Kirk?
0: I think so. When you talk about the, you know, awareness it takes to to do that and you know, check down Kirk, actually recognizing a free play and launching it is something we have, we've seen him not do that before. You're right. You know, we we've seen him just hand the ball off or just throw like a three yard slant on those offside plays. So I think it was great to see him be more aggressive. And it's, so it's a play I love even before JJ comes down with it in the end zone, but to have it be just a perfect dot, um, right into JJ's hands and, and, to extend the lead to eight on that play is huge.
1: So, uh, be honest, be honest with me. Uh, When Kirk threw that pick six, what was going through your mind? Like, because I know you've called it that, like, there are going to be some just grenade games that you get from Kirk Cousins. Was that (laughs) what you had in your mind? Were were you thinking, like, this is where we were going to be going for for this game?
0: I I think every Vikings fan deserves to question that. I mean, that was – we played a rookie today, and he did not throw a pick six where he stared the receiver down on an out route. Just he I Kirk got baited into the throw like he'd only played two games before, two NFL games in his career. It was an absolutely abominable pick. And then you see him hustling back, trying to make the tackles like, bro, bro, just get out of the way. Just don't throw that ball next time. Um, and it's two throws after the interception at the I mean, it was to start the game. And it was his second throw of the game was a terrible pick six. It was ter- oh my goodness! I cannot believe that.
1: Yeah, and something that popped up during the game, uh, Luke Braun, you know, friend of the network, friend yeah. of the show. Yeah. I forgot to tell you last week. Luke says, "What's up, Flip?" Hopes that you it's are fun. well. So yes. you know, I will I will pass a message back to him from you. But uh, definitely, he's like, we might need to start a conversation because it looks like Kirk has been a bit late on more reads this season. Yeah. And uh you know, Aaron, you know, Aaron
0: stays on point. He's in there. Is Kirk regressing? Uh I mean, he's played he's played exceptional this year. I think this was his first true stink show of a game. All quarterbacks have them, but it's not like the last two games are not enough like Luke Braun says on his show it's not enough to make you revert back from plan a which I mean plan a is to find the quarterback of the future and when Kirk makes those mistakes he's just proving it when he when he checks the ball down on third and seven he's just proving that a rookie gives us much higher upside when he's unable to escape the pocket and throw in another interception, With a guy in his face, it's not—it's not something that makes you say, "Okay, let's extend this guy for the future and go chase a Super Bowl with him." There's a there's a higher standard here because he's in his last year of the contract. And yeah, sure, he's a—he's going to be a great journeyman quarterback, but he's not playing like somebody you tie your future to. And he just proves it with an early stinker, interception, pick six like that.
1: All right, so uh, we talked about acres, talked about Harry. you've been pretty critical of Kevin O'Connell. So yeah. now that we got this win, how are you feeling about how the team managed this game overall?
0: I thought they managed this game absolutely terrible. I think they started the game um, again, zero first quarter points, you know that that first quarter interception. In the red zone again. Red zone, inter- red zone turnovers have been a problem all year long. Um, he's obsessed with running the ball, and they and they ran the ball well, but really only scored fourteen points off of it. And then and 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 seven of those points were on that special play that we talked about, Kirk to JJ. So without the defense getting that fumble return for a touchdown. This is an absolute stinker of an offensive performance. And Kevin O'Connell has tons to improve. His team came out flat and his offense didn't really score that much.
1: So like when you're looking at the offense, because... You know, a lot of what we've been talking about is like it's close. Like they're they're there. Kirk, up until this game, has been playing really well. We've been moving the ball. So, like, what was it that you were seeing? It just felt like maybe it wasn't clicking in the way that we would want to see it. Because I'm not gonna lie, like this is one of those things. That I'm super excited. I'm very happy that they won. But also, like I'm like, oh my god, like we barely beat Carolina with the rookie, and I don't know really any of the players on that team outside of like Thielen and Jeremy Chin, who for some reason turns into an all pro right. every time he plays against the Vikings. But like, so it was like, they won, but I don't feel like great about the team moving forward, <laughs> but I'm happy that they won, you know? So uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a weird place to be, I feel.
0: Yeah, it's like, it really is about what is happening during the week. And this is all speculation, what I'm saying right now. But you see these innovative play designs. You see the ideas that Kevin Connell has. But the players on the field have just fail at executing them. So it's one thing to have a great play design. It's great. Let's do a long developing route to Justin Jefferson in the red zone. Let's do max protect to help our offensive line. But then you go out and you get a holding call on that play let's do a tight end screen but then you have an illegal man downfield like it's not just about the scheme you have to be able to teach your players how to run those plays correctly you have to be able to teach your players how to improve from week to week and that's is the issue with what we see on the field on sundays is there's not positive improvement yeah we got players back we had new players help us win but our current players are not excelling. They're not improving. They're still making the same mistakes and they still come out flat at the start of the game.
1: So yeah, like the early game execution, is there anything that you're picking up on play call wise or scheme wise, or is there anything in the script that you are feeling that you're seeing? That's like, eh, like, why do we keep doing that? Or like, you know, I mean, I'm also just going to call you out a little bit. The tight end screen game actually works a little bit. Early in the season, you were quite upset about. That. They actually hit those for a couple yards today. So you know, well, some things were coming had, back too that are working.
0: Hawkinson had two catches today. Like, you're not, you're not going to come back up beyond that, <laughs> not yet. So, is
1: there anything that you're seeing, like in in the scripted portion of the game at the beginning, that like you're just not loving that, like you feel is contributing to the slow starts from the team.
0: Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to pretend to be a scheme guy here or a film guy here. I see it not working. That's the issue. I see, I see a two, two runs to start the game, you know, after or the, the, the three and out after the interception, that's kind of the one that gets you right. Cause they move all the way down the field. Kirk throws a bad pick you get the ball back and then you go three it out on that drive right after the pick six it's like it's not working i don't know what the fix is but it's definitely not working and i do think that it's more execution than play calling
1: well that one like you you joked earlier like there was some you joked earlier about mike zimmer and like the uh the way the game was kind of run and how it was a zimmer game with the quarterback only throwing it 19 times that drive after the interception felt like a Zimmer drive where yeah, it was like, yeah. you knew we were going to run. Hand. We're going to yeah. run. And then like, if we have to, we're going to try like a super right. safe pass. If it works, cool. <laughs> if it doesn't, eh. But like that <laughs> yeah. felt like Zimmer came back to call to get some play calls on that one. Cause you could tell like in that moment, <laughs> they had no faith that the quarterback was going to be able to execute in the way that you'd want to. And you'd almost love to see uh, a bit more of that. Like last week, yeah. you know, the team we're playing looks like they're playing to win. Carolina again, like they're going for it earlier in the game on fourth downs. Just playing a bit more aggressive even though they have a rookie quarterback in there and you'd like to see that like even after some mistakes we come back and do that. And maybe some of those are the those are some of the things that, you know, O'Connell can improve on as we go. And and to Aaron's point, yeah, like all of us, we just want to see a team that looks like a Super Bowl caliber team out there and uh yeah this wasn't it but like with all that said there's a lot that we can dig into and like really I mean there's like you can always find things to nitpick and be upset about we won a game well, and mean. I'm going to be quite happy about that because this is the Vikings and even though they played down to the Panthers this week it's the Vikings next week there's a very realistic possibility they play up to the level of competition and have a good game against the Chiefs because that's just kind of the personality of this team there's a ton of talent and frankly because the chiefs are in a better version of a similar situation as ours you have an expensive quarterback they don't have a bunch of huge names all over that defensive backfield we should be able to throw the ball around on them which is the strength of this team so we'll see
0: roger fell asleep (laughs) we'll see (laughs) <laughs> thank you for waking up for the post-game show, Thanks, Roger. Well, Thanks for making it, Roger. Re- yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. you. <laughs> I got none more to say. Enjoy the win. Enjoy the Sunday. Great to see new players stepping up for our purple. And uh, great to say, you know, our stars, JJ, Harrison Smith, also playing well. So we'll take the win and we'll move on to next week. I love that. I love that. Not much to say. Not going to belabor the point.
1: We're going to get some deeper analysis tomorrow. We're going to have Miles, Matt coming through, digging in a little bit deeper into everything that happened in the game, giving you more of the details, all of those things. Wednesday, if you're in the Minneapolis area, live show, Lake Monster, come through, kick it with the guys, have a drink and uh you know maybe you know hop on the show who knows who knows what we're gonna do but live show at lake monster come on through and uh yeah i feel like that's it that's all i'm gonna go enjoy a win and uh try to remember what that feels like because lord knows what's gonna happen next week so flip thanks for making time everyone in the comments everyone watching thank you for making time thanks for coming out if you're listening to this later on Come on through, join the party. We're here live after every game, win or lose. Flip. What do they say? Skull
0: Vikes.